The pride I feel finally fingering my father's killer is dampened only by the fact <laughs> I promised to kill my father's killer. I fingered myself <laughs> to death. Fate, destiny, fatestiny. People toss those words around like tennis balls. Well, I eat balls for breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> showed them. He's so real for that. Pizza Party Podcast. I think this comes out in January still. It's still January. I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you people? I'm Daft Pina. I talk about our people. I'm Junitron. I do FNF. And this video will actually release on Friday, you know, January yeah. 27th. So this will still be a January video. I don't even know why that's important. Why? All three of us finally saw Puss in Boots last week. Yay, Finally, oh, I, yeah. I got around to it. Yeah, not the first one. I didn't see the first one. <laughs> Apparently, I saw a bit of the first one, and it opens to, like, Puss in Boots just finishing having sex with a cat. Like, it's a one-night stand. And, <laughs> and it, like, he wakes up from a bed, and the cat's still sleeping, and he's like, Adios, mi amor. And then he just goes off and just, like, gets himself checked, I guess, with the doctor. Was, do you know what the plot of that movie was? Uh, Something about an egg. I only, I, I don't know. Humpty Dumpty shows up. He's an asshole didn't see it but as for the last wish yeah, i kind of haven't seen it in like i haven't seen it in years and i don't really remember most anytime i see clips from that movie i don't realize that it was from that movie yeah yeah it's like i didn't see it in theaters because i was like shrek 4 was mid why the hell do i want to watch puss and boots's spinoff but this sequel is like damn this was fantastic yeah i think a weird but better design choice the original one has a small hat just a, just a very small hat. Hmm. And the new one has an even larger hat. It's which stylized. Is like, yeah. It's like you look at a, how people draw anime witches. The the stupid hat's got to be gigantic. You know, it's got to be impossible to walk through a door. So if you make a video game, character walks through a door, good luck with that. Like the new Puss in Boots design is the pinnacle of this is how you would remember it once you see it. But then you look at the original and you go, oh, actually it was different. Yeah. Like the you... new design is so good that mm -hmm. like your memories get like, <laughs> like drenched in it until you actually go back and look. Yeah. A design you wouldn't, you wouldn't notice there's a difference unless there's a side by side. It was definitely in the mm -hmm. era of let's do our realistic fur textures. Mm -hmm. And then we'll kind of figure out the rest. <laughs> yeah. 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 But for the actual film, I mean, like, we're doing paintbrush strokes in, like, 3D lot, 3D motion, and it's like, how is this working? And one thing I always wanted is, um, you, you've seen all those 80s posters for, like, Conan and stuff. Like, I mm -hmm. want something to, I want a movie that looks like a painted version of, of that, those Conan posters. Yeah. I mean, we do see those, I keep getting recommended on YouTube, those AI-generated, quote, what if McDonald's was an 80s sitcom or like oh, the one we saw? What if Family Guy was an 80s sitcom? Yeah. And it looked pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't we I don't condone AI art for like, you know, substituting like an actual artist commission or, you know, comp or stuff, but um for these like fun if it's stupid yeah. and free. <laughs> yeah, for these stupid videos. Yeah. I love these cuz I saw one that was like <sighs> the lost 80s movie that inspired doom and it's the most metal shit ever yeah <laughs> it was just always so all those videos that i've seen had like the most ominous fucking music in the background and i was like well that's um it huh it kind of has that uh vibe of like those videos that were like um strangely familiar places with earthbound or whatever music mm. but there's like a very specific term it's li li liminal? liminal liminal spaces, which is the term has been muddied at the very least from one of the recent stuff that I've seen to where it's like pictures where people aren't in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah, just yeah. what it is. But I do kind of understand why that vibe is there, because honestly, when like um, AI image generation was making like random rooms and landscapes, they were the pinnacle of looking liminal that like these are. They're, they're so out of touch. These are rooms with things in them that don't make sense. Yeah, I don't want to um, live here. Not only live there, I was playing a, one of those games way long ago, behind the back rooms or whatever on Steam. Uh -huh. I was like, oh, this could be like a nice little scary walk around. 
No, there's jump scares. There's like a creature that attacks you and just ah! like he's got to dodge it, I guess. Yeah. You don't have any weapons. Dodge this, bitch. Just duck. Yeah, yeah. But I always love the photos of liminal spaces because I sort of incorporated that in my videos whenever there's like a, a transition between between uh, my mm -hmm. segments from my game reviews. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. That's what it means. Liminal is a transitional space. And I'm using it as a transition to the next topic. I didn't realize I was doing that. Fuck. Yeah. We should actually... You were big braining and you didn't even realize. Yeah. Transition Shit. back to Last Wish. No, and look at the little spaces because I love the vibe of them. And one thing I think about is like, you look at those photos and think, "Shit, if I just got teleported here, I'd be too afraid to go anywhere." Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Well, have you ever been in an abandoned mall or like a mall that's clearly closing, but there's like three stores that are keeping it alive somehow? If you check my Insta, I have gone on like a an abandoned factory, and it's like supposedly I, I remember. We, we, uh, me and Mango, we explored mm -hmm. the the second and third floor of that abandoned factory, and while we were outside, uh, we we heard some noises and looked up and saw from like this balcony, this area that we saw something move, like something was peering over a railing and went went back, and it's like, what did we see? I don't know, but we had we decided to book it out of there. We were in that area where that balcony was earlier. And it's probably a crackhead or raccoon. I mean, that's kind of ah! really it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Possibly. Uh, some people were saying it could have been like a, what was it, um, a possum? Because I did notice a white furry thing. Like, I thought it was like a, a coat. Oh, uh, who knows? Not the crackheads with the fursuits. That's dangerous. Oh, no. Gotta keep warm somehow. But for furries. Yeah, Last yeah. wish. We've had so many comments asking about it. And so, everyone, right? We got Puss in Boots, Kitty Soft Falls, Piero. How do you mm -hmm. think their voice actors did? Fantastic. Oh, they did fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what about the hidden villain, Jack Horner? That was not in the advertisements. Was he not? Well, mm -mm. I, I, actually, I avoid all the ads for spoiler-free experience, but yeah. Hmm. Wow, but everyone loves him. I didn't really consider that he was hidden. Yeah, because people, people love him for being just a blatant, unapologetic villain. Yeah, he had a nice childhood. He lived in a, lived in a mansion had a successful business. <laughs> well, was his childhood all that great? Because we did see him, like, losing... Uh, his family lived in a... Or, I guess, worked in some sort of carriage, and he danced in front of it, and, uh, you know... He lost out to Pinocchio. Yeah. <laughs> I did like mm -hmm. so strange though because later on he says that he like he became that he got rich like pretty early on <laughs> like he hasn't really had to struggle yeah he didn't have to grind for that mindset nah but this movie takes place after Shrek four yeah if you remember correctly mm -hmm. and you do see and I think it was a flashback or one of the scenes where Puss in boots. Yeah. Mm. Should I say the full word? Can I say just puss? Um, Is that fine? Yeah, you can say just puss. Okay, puss. Uh, when puss is... <laughs> we call when puss is life... Show. Okay, boots. When boots... <laughs> when boots was having flashbacks, we saw, like, a Kuna Matata moment with uh, oh, Shrek yeah. Donkey. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. It's like they had to put them in somehow. I wonder if... Yeah. I guess they had the models from the opening intro, like... DreamWorks' new startup screen. That does lead me to believe, or at the very least hope, they continue this art style with mm -hmm. Shrek 5. Yeah, I'm going to be disappointed if they just don't do this style. What if they go back? Just the standard 3D. No stylization, the standard 3D. No! No! At this point, I feel like they probably won't want to. Yeah, it's just like, you. we're in this deep. I mean, like, it feels like from, like, the year 2000 through the... 2015 all animated cg films just look the same but now with this stylization stuff now that we can do like paintings but moving it's looking it's just damn we can never go back it's a it's a, it's a new era of 3d animation a lot of it has to do with uh the equipment as well as the actual programs hmm because of all these painting uh textures and painting effects and everything unless it's drawn in that has to be rendered in engine and Jake knows a lot about particle effects. Mm hmm. And I do. do I'm, I'm trying to lead into you. Yep. Wait. Part. Have you not used particle effects and or simulations in 3D yet? That shit is awful. On a very on a on a very very beginner level, 
I know that there's like, because I mean, you're pretty much just getting a computer to like do a bunch of calculations for you, and that shit mm-hmm. is, uh, it's, it really is dependent on how powerful your computer is. Definitely so. Hmm. It's like that very old ad show Japan where they were using AMD Threadrippers to, in real time, work on Terminator Dark Fate. Andy Threadrippers? No, no, AMD chip maker, Threadripper. It's like a big-ass chip. It's basically two chips put together. Mm -hmm. And it's just like a lot of money. Most people don't need it. And you can render in real time. Yeah, well... Lower quality, but like render in real time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. But for the story, right, it's a standard hero's journey yeah we're on a western we gotta go find the MacGuffin, the the star that gives him one wish and puss is on his boots in i said that in the completely wrong yeah, order boots is on uh, his last uh life right. he had nine <laughs> lives he, he got rid of eight of them and apparently magic is a thing that not only exists clearly because of fairy tale creatures mm-hmm. but else can just be taken away hmm like jack horner was like i want to wish for all the magic to die just go away. Go. I want all the magic to be mine, which technically, I guess, if he's getting a wish that can grant anything, that sounds like something that could be feasibly yeah. broken. I, what's kind of interesting mm-hmm. is that it's not just fairy tales in this world now. It's You kind of have just any sort of like fantasy or mythology like Excalibur or um, Tom Thumb. Or wait, what's Jack Horner? Little. Uh, he's the purple thumb kid. I think it is. No, no, it is little Jack Horner. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, he's, uh, like, they specify that he's a nursery rhyme. He's not a fairy tale. So they're, they're, they can put in so much more in this world. And it's like, damn, they build so many props and so many locations for this. It's fantastic. I found um the review of Excalibur pretty funny. Mm, yeah. That Jack was able to get it. But it's like, I couldn't get out of the rock. But it's basically, basically the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> True debt. Just hits people with it like a bat. I mean, it does work. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we, for, when we went to the, because we haven't seen, I mean, I haven't seen the first film. Pan hasn't seen it, but you've seen the first film, Jake. Long time ago. Do you think the sequel holds up on his own? Um, well, considering the fact that I don't remember much from the first film, and I went into this film completely fine, um, I'd say yes. In fact, it mm-hmm. sounds like most people like this movie more than the first. Yeah, seems like it. Like the kind of criticisms that I heard floating around the first film, I'm not really hearing at all for this one. You'd have to like really nitpick. I remember I saw someone on Twitter get blasted into oblivion saying Aww. like, I hated Jack Horner. He has no backstory or character motivation. It's like, he's just evil. No. Yeah. Especially considering they have three villains in that film. Three villains that all, like, are executed pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And are different kinds of archetypes. Like, mm-hmm. they have, there's the, um... Like, neutral... Obviously, we just, have the... Yeah, yeah like, like, obviously, we have, like, Jack Horner. He's the unredeemable, just doing shit because he wants everything for himself. Um, there's the conflicted, redeemable one, mm-hmm. where it's, like, that family that wants to be, like, uh, bad guy villains. But, like, the what they're after is really not, like, um... They're not all on the same page of what they want. How, how do I describe... Yeah, they're not really on the same page, and by the end of it, they realize that the thing that they were going for isn't really what they wanted. They already had it. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty cute. And then like, uh, death, which I would, I, I would say that death is probably the main villain. He's like, he's like what you said. He's neutral. He's like, he's, <laughs> he's kind of just like, it, 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 doing his job. Yeah. Taking glee in it. Mm-hmm. Trying to like, uh, mm-hmm. give Puss and Boots his little lesson. I think so. He wasn't necessarily trying to teach a lesson. It just kind of happened. Yeah. yeah. It was like the immortal man laughs in the face of death. Here I am. He was kind of hoping to give a more permanent kind of like uh, consequence. Mm-hmm. And then when like he goes to face him again, he's like, damn it, you're not the fucking, you're not the fucking asshole that I wanted to kill. You ruined it. Oh. I'm going home. Yeah. He loses his chill at the very end. That's great. And I remember it's like, wait, is, is death? Because I remember watching it, uh, and the first scene that we see them, right, they're in the bar alone. I was like, is this a figment of his imagination? Is just this hmm. lingering thing that he's been thinking about? No. They, they specifically said, no, I'm literally deaf. I, I kill people. Yes. I'm deaf. <laughs> I love that <laughs> reveal. <And> he's real. <laughs> when it, it's like, oh, I thought, like, I thought, like, 
you were like being metaphorical. I didn't know it was a whole ass fucking wolf going after you. Yeah, a whole ass wolf. And the reveal where everyone can see it's like, oh my god, that thing's chasing you. Yep. He's <laughs> yeah. after you. Fuck did you do? I watched this movie twice, and like uh, at the very end, he sh- shows off that he has like uh, puts his eight lives scratched out on his uh, on his scythe, and even in the early ep- early into the movie, he has that there. Yeah, it's like how long have you been trekking this cat? Yeah, yeah, it's like specifically him, just just puss in boots, no one else. Oh, I was just gonna say, I just like remembered in regards to death. I know that CG5 had released a song about him and like the way it's edited is it looks like it looks like those really good uh, TikTok edits you come across. <laughs> they know how to like use Twixter and shit. I, you'd have to definitely show it so I can show on screen. If you're watching on YouTube right now, we're going to show it. Oh, I got it. But the progression of the character, because we saw Puss in Boots way early on in Shrek 1, I'm going to say maybe Shrek 2. Mm-hmm. How old is this cat? I think Shrek too. Old enough. Like, to party. You shouldn't... Pa- to party. Cats. I said to party, you know. But for uh, the main villain as well, was was he just like in Shrek 1, just in the background being a kid, and over time he just grew to be a villain? Like, how old? What's the time frame of this? Uh, Look, cartoon characters don't age, otherwise you get to have existential dread, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you ever, yeah, I was watching that Tonight show, and it's like, damn. <sighs> anyway. Ah! I did like the uh beard that Puss had when he just, like, let it grow out, and it's like, you could have grown a beard this He's whole time. He's a pirate. Yeah, that's how cats work. You just gotta, like, shave their beard. Would you grow a beard, Pan? Nah, it's a, a subtle one, just like, you know, in case I'm, like, too lazy to, like, cut it, I guess. Would you grow a long beard, Jake? Eh. Let's see, keep it short? Ah, uh, see, if that sounds difficult to manage, and I'm already barely managing mine. Oh, human, the human versions. I've never seen some fan art, right, where they made Boots a ginger, just ginger dude, and everyone's like, mm. why is he white? <laughs> And the comments are like, he's Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Espanol. I think that's just funny. I think it's, I think that's just really funny because, like, I saw the design. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. And this was like, why is he white? And I thought about it. And I was like, oh, you know what? You got a point. Why isn't there a little bit of melanin in there? Oh, he's but, directly from I. Spain. But I'm Directly. White, I'm white passing Latino. Then you have much in common with Puss Boots. You're gonna, gonna hurt. <laughs> just go outside <laughs> once in a while. Get a tan. Which work. Yeah, yeah. But... Hmm. We actually saw some other things, some here's and there's that were dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so Pan and I watched a show, and by show I mean an episode because I couldn't. Every it was hard to get through. I think we watched it's two called... episodes. So you're thinking of the oh, other one? I'm thinking of dude. That's my ghost. All right. Yeah, that is his ghost. That is like a peak Canadian show. Nobody, people watched, and like it's disposable. Like this is nobody's favorite cartoon. I. I don't even know what you guys were talking about when you saw the title. I Dude. immediately thought that sounds Canadian. Dude, it's that's like, my ghost. It was, is was it Canadian and Disney XD UK? I, I can't remember which one came first. I, I like how it, how the logo is very semeny. That's how I describe it. It's very what? I don't know. Semeny, the ghost, like the letters of the ghost, is very. I don't like that. So the plot of this is. Oh, ew. <laughs> If you wear this guy's specific clothing, you can, like, see him. And, like, it doesn't seem death is so bad because he can still touch things and eat things. Yeah, So it's yeah. like, can you can yeah. you leave, Ghost? Like, <laughs> are Ghost really that scary? I mean, that's a confirmation of the afterlife, so it's like, that's the opposite of scary, you know? Yeah, they spend the whole episode trying to scare someone, I guess, for laughs. And I'm like, you have proof of the afterlife, motherfucker. You want to yeah, focus on that? so much more. I don't know, maybe if it's like if he tells anyone he has a ghost friend, he dies or something. Or the showrunner just kills them. Yeah. They erases them with a big old pencil. Yeah, showrun them out of town. Hell yeah. But the best way to describe the ghost character, because I can't remember the other... I, I think it's just called Ghost or something. Um, He's just very annoying. Think less Spongebob and more Coconut Fred. He's like Beetlejuice, but like <laughs> 15 and stupid and like drinks Monster Energy. He's just like radically wild. And Yo, that's my ghost. Yeah. Weirdly enough, it's like rigged. Like 
This yeah. is 2013. And I mean, this is can, Disney XD. Well, yeah, it's well, it's a Canadian production. This part, this was like Teletoon or some low tier bullshit. But a well animated one that we saw yeah. was School for Vampires. Yeah, that that okay. That's a cartoon where um, you probably never seen that cartoon, but you may have seen someone draw the girl character, and that's literally all that's special about this show. Nobody gives a shit about this show unless they they're weirdos that are into the girl character. Or their favorite WarioWare character is Ashley. Oh, what's your favorite? What's your favorite WarioWare character? Ashley. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So you love the show then? No, the show's ass. There's nothing funny. It's not interesting. The designs are cool, but that's about it. This show's just mid. Well, hold on. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta emphasize the time period, right? 2006 show. This is when they're first using digital backgrounds. Yeah. It's an Italian German production, and you're saying. How did we, did we read it? Yeah. Nope. Netflix has a dub of the first three seasons. Yeah, I guess like, I don't know, it's German and Italian. They, they don't have any comedy over there. Everything's miserable. I mean, I, I don't know how well it did because the fourth season was never redubbed, but like, it has very nice animation. Like, it's fluid. There's some weird yeah. animation errors once in a while, but like, it's just not funny. You know what I mean? It's just yeah, it's just they a move. thing. It's not interesting. I'm sure if you're like five years old or a weirdo who likes Ashley from WarioWare, you'd love this. I don't know. I'm sure at the because um, rough. say it again. Just a little rough, you know. And we watched like the four episodes, eleven minutes each. I think we got like one laugh. Yeah, laughing my ass off collectively. LMFAO on something else because I was thinking of something else that was funny. But I, there's a whole Reddit, like, not thread, what's, uh, thread? Page? Reddit yeah. page. I don't use Reddit. Uh, there's a whole Reddit page about School for Vampires all the way back from, like, eight years ago. Yeah. Into, like, I don't know, ten days ago, and there's, like, 50 posts or something. Oh, yeah. And they're like, bring it back. Give us the fourth season. And it's like, uh, what? Maybe maybe there'll be a fourth season if they have, like, actual jokes or and an engaging plot. Well, no, the fourth season was made. It was just never dubbed by Netflix. Hmm. So it's just like, what are we doing here? Yeah, they just gave up. Net Net that's Netflix. They give up on life. Everyone does. But you know who else gave up on life? Huh. Sierra Mist. Sierra Pissed? So Pepsi Sierra dumped Mist. Sierra Mist. Jake, I know you're very heartbroken. Uh, and you liked a little nice thing. What? Sierra Mist. It's gone. You can't buy it anymore. What the fuck? They replace it no, with something called No, because, like, Sierra Starry. Mist is the only other, like, Pepsi... That's the only Pepsi product that I actually would, like, get. I got well, hold on. Like, when there was places that only had Pepsi products, Whoa. I would get Sierra Mist because it was less intense than the other ones. So Starry no. is the Jet Z replacement. Oh, man, that packaging design Bloody? is so slick. Yes. Gotta get me my Starry. So I actually tried this, Jake. Oh, at least they still have lemon lime. Okay, I thought they had got rid of that line entirely. I was supposed to be so mad. It's just lemon, just full-ass lemon, the whole pulp yeah. full lemon. Um, they have zero sugar and full sugar. The best way to describe the taste is like ginger ale, but sweeter. Mm -hmm. So not Sierra Mist. <laughs> not really no. Sierra Mist. Oh, I'm going to get Sierra Mist. Like, okay, Sierra mm. Mist was essentially, when I, went, when I went to a place and I wanted to get soda, but they mm -hmm. didn't have Fanta, I would get a, a, I would instead get a Sprite substitute, which would be Sierra Mist. Yeah, it's always weird going to restaurants that like you've never been to, and you're like, all right, gonna get some Coke. Oh, Pepsi. <laughs> I'll make do, I guess. I like Pepsi more than Coca Cola. Oh, you do? Yeah. Cause the Pepsi Man. Nah, it's just the flavor. That's what it's about. But for this, the lo the best way to describe the logo is like a GTA Four drink. Yeah, you know what I mean? I can see that. Yeah, I remember that hamburger place in GTA 4. Where it's like clearly a big logo that needs to be seen from like a low texture resolution. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's a soda. Starry. It's, yeah, it just works. Get your starry drink. Supposedly, you said the flavor kind of is just mid. That's not what I said. What? Put words in my mouth. I said it's ginger ale, but sweeter. Yeah, so like Topo Chico, but with so more so spectacular? flavor. I would, I think it would be more of a stickier Topo Chico mm -hmm. and a sweeter ginger ale, hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should definitely get it, at least a try, because 
I don't know why not. <laughs> just, just go try some. If they have it like at Walmart or whatever, I'll find yeah, it. Yeah, they do. Yeah, then I guess I will. I got mine from the gas station, but like it was one of those two for four bucks things. That, and I got my favorite flavor. Hmm. Blue. Blue. Yeah. I love I got, Gatorade I blue. blue. It's not it's not Gatorade, it's just big blue. Yeah, my favorite track in F Zero. Classic, never played it. Not to be confused with Big Blue, the TV series. Blue this. And not to be confused with The Big Blue, which is a dolphin movie. Yeah. And not to be confused with uh, I'm looking at other big blue stuff. That animation of like uh Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends where uh Blue blues blues it up or blues this or blew it yeah he blew it big blues bluesy blue big blue, blue. It, it, this is the art style you get when you're making fun of modern cartoons it's very this ain't a real show uh, cost effective this isn't real this is a lie you're lying to me i think it's for tvy7 you know TV, it needs to be fun colorful tvy7 and more like mid television apparently that's what netflix co-ceo titsaranda said what they say what they what they talking about they've said quote Never canceled a successful show. A lot of these shows were well-intended, but talked to a very small audience on a very big budget. Well, eat shit, bitch. Is, like, is this about inside job? Is it? Is tr- yeah. is the niche market? I don't I know. So, like, sometimes you got to think about like how many people are online versus how many people are just like out there in the real world, just watching Avatar and enjoying Big Mouth. You know, Avatar. I couldn't believe it. I didn't watch that. $2 billion. It earned $2 billion. I'm not making that money. Why do I care? I couldn't believe it. I saw a post. It was like, I think from Breezy. And he was. Ooh. it was like December. Some guy. Some guy. Wait, yeah, yeah. Funny second, man. The second Blue People hmm? movie? or Yeah, Avatar Blue People movie. Uh, the tweet was from Wait, December. And they said, Avatar 2 is never going to make $2 billion. And the quote tweet was, guys, I have bad news. Yeah, <laughs> look, that's what you get for doubting James Cameron. I have no idea why people are surprised. Yeah. I look, mean, it looks cool. Look, a lot of us were terminally online and we assumed, yeah, none of us care about Avatar. Do you all care about Avatar? Nah, none of us care about Avatar. But it turns out we don't live in the real world. So sad. I didn't care for it, but I saw it. So yeah. I was like. It was contempt. Not to go too deep in Avatar because we already had a whole conversation about it. I can see why everyone watched it. I'm not sure if liking is a good word. No. They appreciated it. They enjoyed it. I mean, they were just glad it was here. I'm pretty sure people liked it. (laughs) Yeah. Do you remember any of the characters' names? Jigsaw Besides them. Um, Natari? Is that a character? Sounds right. <laughs> that, that sounds like a character. Sure, let's go with that. Natari. Oh, Natri- you're thinking of Natiri. Yeah, close enough. Yeah. I'm going to read some of the other names. Ronal, Kiri Sully. Ro- uh, there was Norm. Norm is played by the guy from Grandma's Boy, the nerd guy. I, 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 you can't forget a name like Norm. We have Nolak, <laughs> Miles Quaruch, Natayam, Spider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has dreads. Oh, yeah, Spider. The little white kid with treads. <laughs> but hey, hold on. He's on an alien planet, and no one told him. <laughs> oh, no one told man. him no. They're like, let, let him have it. I'm just saying it's funny. You didn't know. We have Desiria. Mm-hmm. I mean, I generally, think, I generally think that the second movie is definitely better than the first. Hmm. I mean, I haven't rewatched the first one to be like, yeah, I can definitively say that kind of thing. But have you watched both of them recently? Um, Technically, yeah. Wait, technically? What I does think that the mean? second one I saw... um. With uh, my roommate, we went to the mall that was right by us. But the first film, I've technically... My dad has had us watch it like several times in a row. And then I watched it again recently, I think last year, early last year, mm-hmm. with some friends on a, on like a, a Discord That's the best call. way to watch movies, especially and Avatar. It was like, it was all right. Although we were just making a lot of jokes. <laughs> what kind of jokes? Just about uh, the production, just about just... the acting. No, mainly just did like the sense of uh, this is not a very self-aware movie. <laughs> yeah, can't wait for the third one when they have ashy people. Whoa, whoa, what? They specifically said the, Avatar that's Three. That's what they called them. A- ashy call people. Them the ashy people. Uh, I don't know if and that's like, a proper wow. term. It's not a. It's definitely not a great one. I oh, hope they this is that. This is a fake like trailer. No. It's called Avatar Three: The Ash People. Uh, well, that's better, I guess. <laughs> it's um, yeah. Oh, remind. 
reminds me of Pokemon 2000, like, uh, where uh, they, they were saying, like, if the world, if uh, nobody completes this prophecy, the world will turn to ash. And it, it, they were, it, it's like the stupidest pun because you think the world would turn into, like, you know, burnt to ash. But they were yeah. actually referring to turning to ash being the savior, you know, that are like looking, they're hoping ash would save them. That's fucking stupid. No, I love that. I love, <laughs> I'm sure in the writing room, they're like, hold on, hold on. Was, I got was, it. <laughs> was that in the Japanese version? Um, like, is Ash's name like Ash, as in like you know, Ash? Like, Let's see, Pokemon Ash Japanese name. I, I bet it's just a four kids edition or something. Let's see, uh, his name's Satoshi. Who the is Satoshi? In the original Japanese, his name is Satoshi. After the creator of Pokemon, Satoshi Chizuri. Uh, again, oh, another does, person. A Ash is a self insert. <laughs> A direct self-insert. This is fucking bullshit. <laughs> I feel like Jake making a cartoon specifically called My w Jake's World. I mean, look, every sitcom writer always I mean, has I to I have... definitely... Yeah, you like Jake's World? No, I've definitely made, like, at least two IPs while I was in high school that were just adventures based off of me and my friends. That sounds fucking That's... sick, dude. Yeah. It's very normal. Yeah. Like Pan's World. Every sit... Sitcom, like every sitcom has like the comedians all playing basically themselves and just having their own first names so you know yeah that's what they based the night that 90 show off of yeah. this guy in the show called that 90 show classic yeah i, I was I, I used to watch that 70 show well i didn't watch it. i left it on the background as i played like star wars battlefront or uh city of heroes and then when and it's like damn that 70 show is back with that's 90 shows and i'm back to leaving that on in the background good times i don't i didn't really keep up with it but you know it was there in the background it still is classic i do wonder for tv ratings of sitcoms back then they got like a lot of you know episodes a lot of views like how much of this is that just people leaving the tv on and doing some chores before the actual show they want to watch comes on uh... you know what i mean I mean, look, that it counts, you know. It counts as a view, but like no one cares. Uh, before this reboot came out, I remember way back when uh, I watched an episode of that '70s show with someone, and I just didn't. I, I don't. It wasn't that I didn't get it. I just didn't find it funny. I was like, I, I mean, it's a sitcom. How this That's you know, you just sit there calm and just appreciate its existence. He's like, yes, that was that's quite a good episode. I yeah. almost chuckled. I restrain myself. Somewhat enjoyable. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yeah, at the end of uh, the last podcast, we play a clip from that 70s show, but it's animated. Cuckoo. Like, weirdly, fluidly animated, and they said it was a Scooby-Doo style, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though Scooby-Doo wouldn't be animated that well, they don't have the money for that shit. <laughs> but I know we, you know what we do have the money for. What? A break. Yeah, yeah. BRB. Be right bitch. back. We're always in our clubhouse getting high. Superfuckers. Everybody wishes we would die. Superfuckers. Here we come. Everybody fucking run. Question time. If anybody has a question, be sure to start out with the word question so it's easier to find and put the question in the YouTube comments of this YouTube video or put it in the Q&A section of our Discord. And what's the question? I actually got a perfect question. Huh. For Jake. Ah. What'd you think of the new episode of the Owl House? Well. For the future. I thought it was great. One. I thought it was cool. Actually, I think it's a really cool middle part. It's very obvious mm -hmm. that it's a middle part, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, I can see that. The first episode of the season um, was pretty much trying to cover a lot of what you would expect to have been covered in, like, a season in one. And it did mm -hmm. it all pretty well. It even had, like, a really um, cool-looking fight scene that, while short, was still really sweet. A lot of revelations, etc., etc. Uh, this middle part doesn't have any of those, like, uh, crazy fight scenes. It has fight scenes, but, like, it's clearly not an emotional nor visual priority. Because everything else that's being more paid attention to is Strix with Willow, setting up the Collector and King's dynamic, mm -hmm. um, giving more context to Belos's nonsense. Yeah, um, the sludge and, goop that he is. And Luz, Luz getting her palisman. But I was, I, I, I loved it. I, I loved it. I watched it. I wasn't able to watch it when it aired, but I did, I've watched it like three times on YouTube because they uploaded it like the day after. 
And um, we gotta be very clear. Disney themselves upload it. Disney. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Which is fascinating to me that like uh, they they were like, yeah, we're gonna we're they they said it too. They advertised immediately like we're gonna upload this to YouTube immediately. Like well, near me immediately. It was like a uh, one a.m. Mm-hmm. on the East Coast. Um, so that people could watch it there if they couldn't watch it on TV or if they wanted to watch it again. Um, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder, I'm wondering what that says about how they're going to go forward with cartoons like this. Uh, because I already know that they said that they were surprised by like the amount of attention the first part of season three got on YouTube. And what was it at right now? I think last time I checked it was at like a million views, million point seven. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, 1.7 million views for the part two. Part one is probably like near six million. And those are pretty good. Intended to Pinola. I remember being, I remember being like really excited. I was like, oh man, I need, I need to make something. I need to make something about this. I was really like the collector. I've been wanting to do something musically with them. Mm -hmm. I had started doing like some kind of FNF thing with them, but I wasn't really digging how it was sounding, and I didn't have a voice actor, so I kind of like shelved that. But as this stuff was coming up, I was like, you know what? Nah. Mm-hmm. You things don't get made if you don't do them. So I like speed ran making a demo for a song um, for the collector. And as the date was approaching, I was like, I don't think I have time to do something super, super extra by the time the episode comes out. And the main reason I really wanted to get something out was just because I know that when the trailer for uh, part two dropped, there were many people who didn't know that part one had even released. Like, it did well on YouTube, but there's a lot of people who don't even know that the Owl House is back. That's all down to advertising, baby. Yeah, so I was hoping that, like, uh, even if my uh, influence isn't really that intense, that, like, dropping something fan work related that's, like, at a certain level of quality, uh, anybody who doesn't really watch the Owl House uh, but crosses over in my, like, um, kind of zeitgeist space will hear about it. Now know mm-hmm. that the episode is, is completely easily accessible on YouTube and go to see that. So we have the song out. The music video is still in the works. It's probably going to be almost ready by the time this podcast episode drops. But yeah. technically, free advertisement, real quick. Make Believe is listenable on my YouTube right now and it'll probably be in stores by the time that this episode comes out too. And I do like when did like did like all the uh, Palisman edits that people made up during the iTunes leak and everything. They're like, here's what it is. And it's like an ugly ass design, but also looks on model. It's like, oh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I do think it's a little funny that like the, the password that they did choose. Uh, I remember seeing a leaked image of it briefly and being confused. I personally feel like eh, this is a really safe option. <laughs> I do like, and I actually, I remember uh, you showed me a preview of this and I was like, damn. Collector's got a good voice. Singing voice, no less, and everything. E. I got um both Tomoda Sasan, which uh mm. pretty sure that me and his audiences have already had pre- quite a lot of crossover because I've been in some of his videos. Um and him and, and his brother have been in some of mine. Mm-hmm. Um but this is the first time I really got to get him on a song. And then uh this person, her name is Sydney Osman. Um I ran into her demo reel. Actually, I think I ran into a video of her imitating Tails, and it sounded super accurate, and the collector sounds like Tails. So it's like, oh, this person would be perfect. And originally, they were just going to do voice lines. But as I was working on the thing, I was like, hey, how comfortable are you with singing? Turns out, they're a full-ass singer. Um, it's even better. And like the, the, first, the first takes that they sent of the song mm-hmm. sounded like I barely... Like, it was just really good, like... Usually you have to do at least a little bit of like um, production editing to some of the, like the the pitch, just so that like you know for the listeners because it happens with most songs, but with like her, I, I barely had to touch it. <laughs> but the image on the screen for the talisman, we're not gonna actually show what it is for people who haven't seen it. So we're just gonna put the picture. Is it, wait, this oh is God, Lego Ida. No. Lego Ida. No, Lego Ida. <laughs> oh pan. Oh pan. Did you say is that real? <laughs> Look, I, yeah, we still got to get you to watch the show. I'll watch it eventually. Man, we could have we could have pretended like it was real. We could have pretended like it was real. It just had Pan convinced that Lego was canon until we got to this episode. Gaslit forever. Space Girl Station. Question for everyone: 
Which comic book or graphic novel would you like to see get an animated show or movie adaptation? Well, I already said Bone. Scud, Disposable Assassin. But, um, hmm. What about you, Bone. Jake? Bone. I still, I'm still waiting for oh. Brian Leo Maui's seconds. Oh. They said it was going to be adapted, but where's the update? You know what? Uh, there's, a, there's a cool DC character that appears in only like a few cartoons. No, wait, not him. Forget him. I, I, I just figured another character. Was it Marvel? I forget who. Okay, um, it's called, uh, fuck. What's his name? What was his name? Slapdash. No, Slapstick. Slapdash? Slapstick Marvel. What's, it, what's his name? Yeah, so there's... I think Slapstick can work like the show Happy. Can yeah. that show? Let me exp- yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me explain Slapstick. So this is a guy, uh, he was like a normal person, and then I think he got killed or hated on or whatever and he became a cartoon character and now he's fucking up shit in the real world and it's kind of like the mask and it's like yeah that's such a fun idea for a concept that they do it roger rabbit style if marvel were to do that he hasn't he's a cartoon character yet he hasn't appeared in any animated cartoons at all as far as i know i think it's a way better design or design choice than what was that Cheetah Disney cartoon where they tried making Roger Rabbit but all animated but Cheetah? the cartoon characters and humans. Oh, oh um, uh, Bonkers. Bonkers? Yeah. Yeah, this ain't no Bonkers, bonkers because it's a graphic novel. They can just yeah. change their style easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they, if like uh, Mar- Marvel actually like tries to do something unconventional and wants to do like some Marvel uh, Roger Rabbit BS, this would be a great idea. But another character I want adapted is a DC's uh, Booster Gold. He's this asshole from the future. I think he was a janitor, and uh, mm-hmm. he, he finds a time machine, and he's like, yo, if I take all this future technology and go back to the past, people will think I'm the fucking tits, and no one did. He's in the present day, and he <laughs> sucks. Well, it's like all those characters that are, like, the Scud character, yeah. right? It's an iconic character and everything, but that's just one of many. Like, yeah. is the uniform that Booster Gold wears... Isn't that just the Danner uniform? I think. Booster <laughs> Gold. That sounds like something he'd do. No one's It's just like, know. I. this may be a standard $20 uniform, but gives me superpowers. Yeah. Everyone has superpowers, idiot. Well, not in the past, oh. loser. Speaking of powers. <laughs> hmm. Invincible. Yay. The trailer. They finally released oh, a yeah. trailer, which I'm sure the trailer is like, not does not represent the actual animation style. So they basically said, hey. Nah. 20 late 2023 whatever it's like that's so far away i like the animation style the animation style of like that promo hemi oh okay so this is something that like was probably made on the side of like production yeah just to like so people know that it's like there's stuff there's stuff going on we're not dead yeah uh, but we just don't have anything really that we can show y'all yet <laughs> that's what that's the vibes that i was getting it was animated by eve's block but I'm not sure if it was animated by himself. Uh, let me double check. All right, I found it. So it's a, uh, here it is, quote, quote, I'm quoting the tweet by Yves. I'm very happy to direct this Invincible Season 2 trailer. It was a treat thanks to my wonderful co-animation director, Dank Moss, and wonderful production people at Bobby Pills. So that's the production team. Okay, so so they let it. Very fun. Um, and also, yesterday, according to podcast, 20th anniversary of the comic. Wow. That's amazing, right? 20, 20 whole years you feel old jake let's go i didn't read the comic 20 years ago so that doesn't affect me you know it should affect you hmm. this question uh cycle not psycho cycle uh says question first of all big fan listening at work since my co-workers shunned me so i pop into the podcast and vibe yay i hope, I hope the situation works out for you and your oh. co-workers my question is what do you think of xavier renegade angel oh i've seen anyone really talk about it Oh man, Xavier Renegade Angel. Oh God, I had a, <laughs> I had a, I had a former friend that like would always like tr- try to get us to watch the show. Damn, and it, it's it, a it, fun it, show. <laughs> that show, ha- it, it is fun. It was just a little, it was a little too like out there for me. I couldn't. <laughs> that show had a brief resurgence. Like this was back when the Sashawan sauce incident for Rick and Morty. Like people were like, this show, like Rick and Morty sucks ass. Y- 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 y'all should be watching. Uh, Xavier, Renegade Angel. You know, you do you get, think you can learn... do an impression of him? I gotta get to the lake. The lake. The lake. Does anyone here, know here, how to get here's to the some, lake? Here's some quotes. Lake. Here's lake. some quotes. Try to try one doing quotes. All right. Yeah. 
Oh, hang on. Let me click oh, on God, this. They have a TV trip page. That makes sense. Don't you see, missing child? You can seek to reconnect with with is still inside you, but you buried it. You I can't. I don't know what what he sounds like. Well, I know what he sounds like, but I'm not gonna like sound like him. He sounds like some kind of thing. The pride I feel like finally this. fingering my father's killer is dampened only by the fact <laughs> I promised to kill my father's killer. I fingered myself <laughs> to death. Fate, Great destiny, fatestiny. People toss those words around like tennis balls. Well, I eat balls for breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> showed them. He's so real for that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very when he was having that um what was it that one dream sequence where that atheist was shooting the believers and non-believers and they're like, "Do you believe in God?" Well, what is a god? Is it really one of us or is it a big old being? And the guy just shoots himself instead. Oh. Like a whole minute monologue. <laughs> yeah. Very early 3D animation. For TV. Well, not that early, but it was very... Low budget. Yeah, okay, it's, it's low budget. Motion captured. Like, it looks... Everything looks like Goat Simulator. And some people like that. Some people won't. But uh, I love the guy... I love the uh, the creator's other cartoon that they made later. Um, It was called uh, mm -hmm. The Shivering Truth. It's on HBO Max. It's a stop motion show. And uh, it's based... I always describe it as basically a dream simulator. Yeah, The Shivering Truth is a clay animated series. And it's like, oh, you know who else helped on it? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I assume maybe no. the moral oral people. I don't know. Possibly. Yeah, Shadow Machine. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And the second one was House Special. Mm. I'm not sure what House Special is. They don't have, like, a Wikipedia page I can click yeah, on. what they've done for me. But, yeah, we, we like the show. You should you should definitely watch it. It's pretty good. Can't make me go back there. Right here. Queen Darkness. Hey, I just wanted to thank you for answering my question. It made me feel giddy. It was very nice to hear you guys go more in-depth about Amphibia. Sasha is also my favorite character, but this podcast did tell me Panties watch more cartoons, though. Oh. We saw two bad ones. So yeah. That yeah, I saw Dude, that's my ghost. You gotta have, like, um, it's for a the Canadian. Culture. Like a Canadian Damn. animated block video. Oh, gross. It's, it's a weirdly specific thing. Nitro, it's like Teletoons. Nitro Red did that. He made a video on like, hey guys, Canadian cartoons are cool. Stop hating. And he went over a lot of interesting shows that, that never aired in America. Yeah, I remember watching, <clears throat> what was it? Forget About It. Ew. That was funny. I thought that was funny. Forget About It. Yeah, that's a show that indeed. Mm -hmm. But we have another question right here. Joe Poe. Or Joe Pazero, I think. That that O is more like a zero. I wish Discord had zeros that are like the slash in the middle. You know, like this dot matrix printers. But anyway, yeah. question for Pan. Who's your favorite Hanna-Barbera character? Uh, oh, uh, the Top Cat crew, because I'm glad with Jellystone. That brought back relevance for that series. But uh, mainly uh, Benny the Ball, because his Spanish voice is like he, in America. He sounds like a grown ass. 40-year-old man who just smoked a bunch of cigarettes and and in the Mexican version of Top Cat, uh, Benny the Ball, the blue cat, just sounds like a baby like this. Wasn't well, Top Cat very popular in Mexico? Surprisingly, yeah. They had their movie over there and stuff, and in America it only lasts like 30 episodes. Here, right here, I'm looking, uh, languages, English, Spanish. Box office, 112 million pesos. Damn. it's a, a lot of money. Mm -hmm. I wonder how they discover, like, with all the Hanna-Barbera characters that they have, they're like, all right, does, does anyone like this one? America? No. Mexico? All right. This is Mexico's yeah. favorite Hanna-Barbera character. What yeah. about yours, Jake? I mean, I feel like my answer would be really basic because it's, like, the only Hanna-Barbera cartoon that's been very, very present in my life is probably Scooby-Doo. <laughs> nah, let's, let's not do Scooby-Doo. That's let's, basic. You gotta expand. That's basic. What about stuff? What was it? Doggy Daddy! Yeah, it's it's he's, he's funny sometimes, I guess. Yeah, any daddy can or be Fred a doggy. Flintstone or Fred Flintstone. Yogi Bear. I would say Fred Flintstone, but I haven't actually watched any of the Flintstones outside of like clips. Get the fuck and maybe that out one of here. Live action movie. Well, mm. and probably that live action movie only because they played it at a daycare. Yay! What about Huckleberry Hound, the town mayor? Oh no, he's always um, depressed. No, you're thinking Huckleberry of Droopy Dog. Now. They're all depressed. What about Magilla Gorilla? I've probably... A lot of these characters were probably reintroduced to me via Jellystone. Yeah. 
keeping it relevant. I think they had better characterizations than the Harvey Berman show. Hmm. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Only in the terms of, because of the limitation that this is G, they really exemplified what the characters are about rather than just adulting it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though I do like the uh, Harvey Berman version of Fred Flintstone, the Dabadon. Yeah, yeah was, he's like a soprano. Jake posted a thing where it's like Huckleberry Hound and Astronaut Huck. And then, quite a name. Quite Astronaut Huck. This is original production cell. Image by Heritage Auctions. Oh, oh yeah. this is a cell. They always nice. they're always selling all the cool stuff, and it's always too late. What's on Heritage Auctions now? Heritage auctions i gotta get some because anytime i google for like high-res images of anything pop culture like i always end up there for for images it's like damn this thing's already been sold I gotta buy something always i go on topic but do you, look how like look at this like hortensia jacket hmm. sweater thing that's like nearly two thousand dollars we're gonna show it on on screen see. oh it's the Givenchy. what the God. fuck is that i i what the hell is that shirt <laughs> I, I like this? the shirt or sweater. I like the sweater, but like that is not worth eighteen twenty the year specifically. Yo, I can. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> nah. Like oh. this looks cool, but like Jesus Christ, oh my God. <laughs> oh look at the back, like it's not even fully on the back. It's like the side. You see, like a little Oswald holding Mickey Mouse's head or something, or like flowers. Yeah, and it's, it's like probably in reference to like the Lunar New Year. Anybody want to buy a picture of Muhammad Ali about to beat the shit out of Bugs Bunny? Yeah, that's how much is it? uh auction preview they haven't started but you you 800 you at home can bid on this bullshit yeah can't believe this is a real picture not an animation yeah, so what the fuck's this for like what what did he have against the looney tunes well it's kind of like when muhammad ali fought superman yeah. for some reason Kick, kicked his ass i always see those covers and it's like you know what someday i should actually like read the comic nah. to see what's happening or like why people are doing stupid things well, where it's covers like were like Superman they were like clickbait yeah. back then. They were just like, yo, what the <laughs> heck? Why is Superman doing this shit? Oh yeah, the here gold here gold is it Golden Age Superman or is Possibly it Silver Age? Silver. I think it's Silver Age. Gotta put the gold uh, yeah. in there. No, I can't find nope. I think it's Bronze Age. Yo. It's Bronze Age? No idea. Yeah, I'm trying to find the ones with this I'm just gonna type in Superman if stupid it wasn't covers. In the cartoon, type this, it don't matter. Alright, okay, we got some ones. Um please Superman, my oil well is on fire and you're the only one who could save it. Sure, for $5,000 cash in advance. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Jimmy Olsen. It's your problem. We also have this one where it's just Superman's fat. Yeah. He's, he's just fat now. Hell yeah. Jimmy Olsen is stealing his tears. He's like, Jimmy, what kind of pal are you? How can he laugh at this heartbreaking movie? Don't ask questions. Just keep bawling, oh. Superman. Every teardrop is precious to me. And it's like, what the fuck this is a, this is superman's pal jimmy yeah, olsen he's an asshole he deserved to get shot in like uh the Snyderverse. <laughs> or like do you like this one where it's like here do you want to read this one pan do your best superman voice uh, yes lois i'm superman but a strange fate has changed my form now you and i must act out a modern version of beauty and the beast <laughs> It sounds more like, um... Bane. Uh, yeah, Bane from... Oh, the Harley Quinn show is getting a Valentine's oh, Day special. yes, I love Valentine's Day. Oh, boy. <laughs> I like how behind them is a picture of the Daily Planet, like, Superman's the mascot. Oh. Do, do they pay Superman for advertising? Who do they give the... Does, I, I think, um, as silly as it was for the Bat credit card, hmm. I mean, if someone gave Batman money, that's kind of Batman's yeah. money, you know what I mean? It's not Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne's money. <laughs> No one cared who I was till I put on the mask. Does Superman have a Superman bank account? Is that is that what, a thing he has? How is his Superman say all this? Say it again. Like a spoke. Jake. Oh, all I said was, was Superman say all this. Yeah, I mean he's clearly saying it. He's clearly a lion. Yeah, lying <laughs> about his financial benefits. He also had this classic one where Jimmy Olsen bought Superman like a nice like robe, and he's like, yeah. Fuck you. And it's like evaporates Jimmy, it. <laughs> this gift you gave me for Father's Day makes me sorry I ever adopted you as my son. I'll have to destroy it to teach you a lesson. But Superman, 
This, this is not the age I was going for, but I was going to go. But Superman, I mean, Dad, what did I do wrong? <laughs> adopted Jimmy Olsen? How the, what's the fucking age gap there? Sometimes Jimmy Olsen is just like a kid. No idea. This just reminded me of the Super Sons film that came out on HBO Max, too. Super. Oh, yeah. How was that? Super Sons? It was, like, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I also like the art oh, style. Oh yeah, they have the 3D 3D art style. I don't know how I don't I don't know like how Oh, that looks good. How how you get out of the trauma bond, which is you and mm-hmm. another friend your age are on like a a space colony arc thing falling towards Earth, falling apart in a fiery blaze of glory. Like they I mean, that's what happened Aqua Team Hunger Force. They're going to be besties for life. I think um I remember in some instances, Superman's son fills in for, like, Robin every once in a while. And that just kind of fucks with the bad guys who try to kill him. <laughs> He's like, this kid's invisible. Yeah. They try the exact same thing for the other Robin. Boys, watch this. And he's like, ah! Did you just shoot a kid? What the hell is wrong with you? He's like, oh my god. That's a oh, boy! Fuck. My boy! <laughs> Pan. Yeah? Impertinent question. Oh. Owen Yudin. Is yeah. asking you something right now, and yeah. I want you to answer this very truthfully. Ah! So, can you do that for me right okay. now in this podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you ever do a review of Reanimated? Out of Jimmy's head. Isn't some of that show Lost Media <laughs> reanimated? It'd be kind of interesting to look back on because I don't know. Every, mm-hmm. every, me and everybody else in the whole world were like fucking pissed because that Cartoon Network was doing live action. But in retrospect, it's like, hey, it may be live action, but the, it's the themed around cartoons so that's a cool idea i don't know if the show's anything i think at all funny i think out of jimmy's head is the cartoon and the reanimated is the film i think that's what it is <laughs> oh you know my... what mm-hmm. uh yeah yeah i think so yeah but <laughs> reminds me so when i was researching um cartoon cartoon fridays for that video i briefly talked about fried dynamite which was uh basically these kids host a Friday night block of new cartoons and it was like, LOL, so wacky and cool. And everybody Mm -hmm. fucking hated it. And the star of that went on to be in some other Disney channel thing also, but I I DM them on Twitter and Mm -hmm. I was like, hi, I'm doing a video on this. And I was wondering, you know, how was your time working on this? Did you enjoy working on this and fried dynamite? And I, and he just said, yeah. And I just like, pressed on saying so uh do you have any fond memories or any special moments ain't no fond memories when they just said yeah (laughs) (laughs) they just i forget who it was whoever the fried dynamite kid was i got fried dynamite who was i talking i remember those days that was my nom (laughs) (laughs) let's see um they told they told me to be extreme i had to drink three energy drinks Per hour. Yeah. Blake Michael. Oh, man. He's in Lemonade Mouth, which sounds like the worst fucking name for a Disney show. Like, I don't know. It has the same thing like Lemonade Party or whatever. It has that same energy. It looks like he's been in movies such as Princess of the Row. (sighs) Mostly ghostly One Night in Doomhouse. Dog with a blog. Oh, that's Arl Stein. Okay, okay. Um... I Killed My BFF, a Lifetime movie. Uh-oh. Oh, he was in a Voltron Legendary Defender as Curtis. Yay. And then nothing since 2019, just nothing. Oh. Um, I hope he's doing good. Oh, he could have been in my video, but I guess Fried Dynamite brings back terrible memories. He's like, I could have answered any other question. <laughs> any other question, but you no. had to ask me about fucking Fried Dynamite, you I'm piece of sorry. shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just like, hey, you, you like that show? Oh, you liked working on that? And I guess he did not. Oh. But. Oh, he's I'm, I'm checking mm-hmm. his like uh, Twitter right now. He's followed by Adam Hicks of uh, Zeke and Luther. You know the one. Uh, Which one's out of jail? <laughs> Adam Hicks, the one that follows him. <laughs> okay, so that's okay. Oh, so no. we narrowed it down. Luther? Uh, I think he played Zeke. Zeke. Yeah, Zeke's a yeah, he went to jail for robbing a person at gunpoint, which, oh man, I remember. Um, yeah, you were there. I can't, no, I was not, but like, <laughs> some voice actors lady, I won't say what this voice, uh, somewhere else watching good shows, 
But yeah, this voice actress lady, I won't say which one, but she tweeted re uh, a couple months back saying, yeah, I remember when Adam Hicks was arrested. That was outside my house. People, there were like <laughs> watchings everywhere. <laughs> but she later deleted that tweet. I always yeah. think of, because um, I don't, he's definitely not the first, definitely not the last celebrity just to like try and rob someone. Nah. And it's like, have you tried working at Target? or something it's like he needed some quick money now like you know like hey if i was getting robbed at gunpoint i'd be like whoa you're zeke from zeke and luther i remember watching that show in the background didn't really care for it but it was like yeah in the background quality noise was playing star wars battlefront and city of heroes good times and they're like did you buy did you buy any of your episodes on itunes oh fuck no no i did i i i didn't buy any of your shit all right give me your money now oh, give me your money oh, now if no. you bought on itunes you oh. would not get robbed right now no please i'll buy it now i'll buy it now i'll buy it oh when it goes on sale I'll wait for someone to give me a gift card for itunes yeah dennis asks that's this be the last question hmm. question for everyone have you watched have you ever watched two stupid dogs when you were a kid yeah if so who's your favorite 2SD character. They oh, abbreviated it because it's cool. We were all pretty stupid back then, but yeah, I watched a lot. I knew, uh, yeah, that's. I remember watching a little later in life and seeing like, what the fuck? You have a strip club scene in this show? What the Wait, hell? Wait, this is where Secret Squirrel came from? Oh, uh, well, Secret Squirrel was a Hanna Barbera character, but they all oh. but they added shorts for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because oh. I'm looking at. This fan art, I guess, but also Hanna Barbera Classics Collection, Two Stupid Dogs, and Secret Squirrel Show. Oh damn, that Squirrel Girl on the right. Where's how come the furry demographic hasn't like you know ruined her? Yeah, I remember the scene that you're very specifically referring to, and it's just like this is also the '60s, I guess. Yeah, they didn't care. They said nah. kids know what strip clubs are. Look, furries these days don't know what Two Stupid Dogs is, so they probably haven't seen Secret Squirrel. If you want to own a piece of Two Stupid Dogs history. Uh, apparently, you can buy an animation cell, the title sequence, the actual Whoa. title, like actual title frame for $1,195 if you're man. really into that shit. Shit, that is fucking it's... history. It's the fucking title that's in every episode, damn it. I just keep thinking about the clip of the girl going, ooh. Not, even, not only the title, but the background. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I always like watching, not watching, looking at, researching animation cells mm -hmm. just to see what's going on and there's a local place i won't say what because i forgot the name um this local place near me that has comics and animation cells most of them for star wars ewoks <laughs> hmm. and i bring that up specifically because when i went to another state completely different state completely different comic chain they also had cells of star wars ewoks yay if you wipe these off you can probably get more money from just selling the celluloid. Yay. Do you know what Star Wars Ewoks is, Jake? No. So there is a... So Star Wars Ewoks is basically an animated series about the Ewoks. And they're made to be brand marketable. And they had a crossover film oh boy. called The Caravan of... Tr was it Caravan of Truth? Yeah, sorry. It's called Caravan of Courage and Battle for Endor. These are two for the longest time canon star wars films that were made for tv that are as bad oh probably not worse but as bad as the star wars christmas special oh <laughs> have you ever seen the caravan of courage i didn't know these were canon or for, well I, i'm i'm sure they were for bits yeah actually let me let's double check caravan of courage canon hmm? uh let me see That's, that name sucks ass caravan of courage who wants to watch that oh apparently okay it's under the legends so it's not anymore they said hey yeah on Disney Plus, like uh, which surprisingly has the Cartoon Network uh, Clone Wars uh, 2D cartoon. Is it in good quality? Uh, I forget. I know it was widescreen at least. Hang on. It's not Clone good Wars. Usually, hey, it's like let cropped me, in. Let me check. Did they have Gindy's magic in HD? Please. Well, it's like the uh, Mask of the Phantasm I was telling you about before. It looks Remember? like 720, I guess. Looks fine. Not as crisp For... as it could be, but looks good. Because I it's guess. like zoomed in. Is that why? I don't think it was, I think it was always meant to be widescreen, but yeah, there is, it is pretty blurry. It is, ooh, yeah, you know what, it's like somewhat above 480p. It's a little, it's like DVD quality. There needs to, so modern day TVs need to have like a VHS filter. Just the TV themselves have Hell that filter. Hell yeah. In nice. That'd be awesome. Or like. Modern mm -hmm. day, t t modern day TVs needs to load the fucking, uh, 
Hulu or whatever smart apps without chugging. Yeah, I think you're the only person I know that uses built-in TV apps. It's convenient, but I will bust out the PS Triple or PS5, yeah. All you need is an Apple TV, my man. Yeah. PS Triple. You could go Roku if you want to save some money, but Apple TV? Hmm. They have an iPhone processor in that for some reason. iPhone pro. Oh, man. Yeah, you Sounds can do Apple Arcade. Guess so. That would be easier. Yeah. No I've more got one. Bullshit. Jake got one. You got one, right, Jake? It's true. Back me up. You got one? Yeah. Apple TV. Okay, they got one, right? All two of us? Mm-hmm. There could be three of us. Yeah, I guess so. So it doesn't chug to hell. I, I've always seen like those Rokus that are built into TVs. I think those are fine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's the only like in like built in or maybe a Chrome OS TV. that could be like, okay, you're using the apps in the TV. That's fine. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. Roku is this whole separate like HDMI device that's powered by itself. Pretty good. Remember when, oh, remember when Roku bought all of Quibi's content? Golly. Did they release that one cartoon? Um, What was it? My Your horoscope? Your daily horoscope. Yeah. Let me Lo- see. Your daily horoscope, Quibi. The lost cartoon of Quibi. I still want to talk about that sometime because I'm in contact with one of the animators and she was very surprised that, oh, wait, what's this? Mark Patterson. Your daily horoscope compositing motion graphics title sequence. 2020 mm-hmm. oh look they have behind the scenes stuff oh yeah baby behind after effects oh boy. yeah i thought this was at least i thought this was character animator this is after effects wild that's a lot of layers damn oh man okay maybe it's this is a compositing yeah they said compositing well they say motion graphics are they gonna count animation as motion graphics there's a lot of things I need to research. But you know what we don't have to research? Huh. The ending to this podcast. Yeah. It's yeah. finally over. So long, every pony. Does anyone what you, what you guys got to say before we close this off? Uh, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Have a nice... Bye-bye. So long. Uh, Fuck nuggets. Goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye. Welcome to my fiesta. <laughs> Gee whiz, gang. Looks like the killer gutted the victim, strangled him with his own intestines, and then dumped the body in the river. Jinkies, what a mystery. (laughs) You're right, Scoob. We're dealing with one sick son of a bitch.